Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Five Tool Podcast with Seamus and the Butcher. We are coming at you right now. It's, let's see, 7 o'clock, Monday night. The Brewers and Phillies just got underway. Aaron Nola's pitching. Lorenzo Cain just blasted a double out to left center. Christian Yelich is at the bat. So we're going to record this podcast during the game tonight because, hey, it's baseball and we all got busy schedules and we have to get it in. So we're going to watch the game. In essence, with you, I mean, obviously we're recording and you're going to be listening to this after, so you're going to be hearing us getting crazy and stuff watching the game while it's going on. Christian Yelich is up to the plate, Kane on second. So, we've had a month off here at the Five Tool Podcast, and I'm going to explain a couple things here. We're retooling. We, we got a lot of good feedback, a lot of positive feedback on the first few episodes that we put out, and we wanted to take that into consideration and... Moving forward, there's going to be a lot more changes. We're going to be improving every episode, um, just as we were before. And also, we're going to be bringing a lot of guests into into the fold, and a lot of reoccurring guests, um, characters and personalities that you're going to grow to love and hate. Um, Seamus is off today, and I'll explain that to you. He is, I think he's delivering a truckload of pineapples to Hawaii. I think he's taking the interstate road from, from Oregon over there. Um, as you know, he's a truck driver, so he'll be doing that. We'll wish him safe travels. So I'm going to introduce you to a new a new character. His name is Black Josh. He's a close friend of mine. He's he's a close a big baseball fan. Hey, Black Josh, say hi to the folks. How's it going, everyone? Black Josh is a piece of shit. Yankees fan, uh, Brewers fan first, of course, but he also likes the Yankees. So tell us, Josh, about um, tell us about your uh, what, who you are as a fan and. When you started loving baseball as a kid? Uh, well, probably really didn't actually like baseball as a kid. I thought it was boring as a kid, but, you know, things change, and I've come to love it. Always liked the Brewers, though. Oh, man. Yeah, let's just hit one off of the top of the wall in left field. Almost. Kane just came inches to score. Away from just literally inches away from a dinger. So that's back-to-back doubles to lead off the game for the Brewers and 10 pitches off of Aaron Nola. They're making him look foolish up there. So, yeah, like I said, Black Josh is a piece of shit. He doesn't even really like baseball, and that's why he's a Yankees fan. Um, as Go we all, Yankees! This is going to make for good good future banter between you and, and Seamus, because he's a fucking Red Sox fan diehard oh, yeah, I know. for life. And We've you, already had this discussion. And you like the Skankies. And me, I just like uh, Orlando Arcia. Yeah, we know. <laughs> so, it's going to be a leisurely podcast day, like I said, because we're watching the game, and the Brewers look primed to just just rake off Aaron Nola's bitch ass today. Um, so moving on, we, I want to talk about the state of the team. It's been a month since we, we were, we've done a podcast, and we have a lot to talk about in regards to where the team's at. It looks like right now Craig Council is talking to the... To the Are we think, discussing for a dinger? I think he might be talking dinger. Hold we're going to look at where the ball hits here. Oh, that's a dinger. Oh, that's a... Okay, so it hit the cage above the wall in left field. There's that's a cage... That's a dinger. That, that, ...that closes off a garden out in left field, and, and I think it's going to be a dinger. It depends on how the rules out at Citizens uh-huh. Park. You suck, McCoochin. Yes, I intentionally said his name wrong. <laughs> so the state of the team. The Brewers right now are two games out of first place, technically, because the Cubs haven't played as many ball games, obviously, as the Brewers, just like it is every year, because they deal with rain and... Wrigley Field, and, and I think in Pittsburgh they had a couple of games. So the Brewers are sitting at 24-18. and 18. They've lost, obviously, their last two in a row to the Cubs in heartbreaking fashion, especially after that 15-inning marathon game. And um, 
So now they're sitting technically in second place. Cubs 24 and 14. Brewers at 24 and 18. Josh, I want to ask you, how do you feel about the Brewers at this point? Um, like if the season ended today, how would you feel about our chances in the postseason? Or where, where, where do you think? I mean, obviously. I am not we, worried at all. No. Just not even at all. I know our lineup can do damage. They've been a little bit slow as of late, but I think we all know this is a deadly lineup. Yeah, it, it, there's, it, there's a lot of players that can be moved out for people who can still hit, like Perez and Pena. And Eric Thames. I mean, Thames, he's been on a roll. Yeah, That's my nigga. Eric Thames needs, deserves all the credit in the world for the way that he's re- had a resurgence in, since last season. I mean, he... He looked like crap last season, and I was done with the guy. Well, you know, here, there's the thing, though. He Just like this year, he started out on fire. Yeah. And then he trailed off. Now, I'm hoping that he doesn't do that again this year. He has been our, our consistent first baseman defensively as well as offensively over Jesus Aguilar. It's, it's like in fir- with our first base for the last two years, it's like if one of the guys is slumping, the other guy's been picking it up. Yep. And I think Thames is really... Earned his place back in the, in this roster and, and being a, basically an everyday player. Yeah, so it's really good I'm, to see I'm, that. I really wish he would get more play time, especially with Jesus struggling like he is. Yeah, Jesus just looking like garbage all season, and now now I'm sitting here thinking like I'm almost done with the guy too. But but we know his potential, and, and recently we have seen some heroics from him. Yep. The Brewers rank ninth in in team ERA. They're they're sitting with a four thirty two, that's sixteenth in all of baseball. So sitting at about middle of the pack. Yeah. And are you worried about our pitching? Uh, with the exception of Freddie Peralta? No. No. Yeah, I mean, especially, I mean, it seems like they've, they've kind of figured out the way to navigate him, and that's they used the opener in his last appearance, and it ended up working. He pitched five shutout innings after that, after Adrian Hauser yeah. came in and, I believe, pitched two. If we could get the Freddie Peralta of against uh, Cincinnati, I believe it was, that was a 13 or 14 strikeouts or something. Like then, yeah, we have no problems. But unfortunately, we only get him like once every 18 starts. So I guess he's been throwing that curveball a lot more, which, and that, which then, has been Yeah, they did say that he did throw that a lot more in that last outing he had, which was good. Right. That was probably a huge help for him. Yeah, we're and gonna, I hope he can continue with that and continue to develop that pitch because if he does, that is going to be huge for him. A third pitch is essential for a starting pitcher, especially a guy who throws as many balls as Freddie Peralta has been known to throw. It'll take some some wear off of that arm throwing that that fastball because he's been throwing. He's See, and I I would agree with you, but at the same time, knowing that he's so fastball oriented uh, orientated, the fact that he can start throwing a, if he can start throwing a curveball, even if he doesn't throw him for strikes. I think that that's going to be a huge advantage for him. I agree. Huge. I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to have that third pitch just to try to throw hitters off. Yeah, like you said, even if you're missing, it's it's something that it's something different. It's a little off speed. It gets them it gets them thinking more than you know. Oh, here comes another fastball. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. When all you can throw is a fastball, that's all you're sitting there waiting for. Yeah. But if you can start throwing a curveball, and you know, even if you get it close to a strike, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Completely agree, especially if you can get some good, good break on it. So right now, uh, that, that that ball hit by Yalich was not a home run. He's still sitting at second base. Brewers are leading one nothing. How Mus- was that not a dinger? Mustakas has a full count. Nobody out. Man, I'll tell you what. The, in my opinion, the Brewers have been getting 
the shitty end of a lot of calls. Lately. Well, that's all about house rules. Every ballpark has their own rules regarding what what's a home run and what's not. So I imagine if you, if you hit that fence without hitting on, the top Bruce. of it, it's probably not. Yeah, he just chopped the ball high in the air. Team batting average. They're sitting at. You would think it would be higher, but they're sitting at two forty two. That's also ninth in the National League. That's not a huge surprise. Two forty two is nothing to shrug shrug your shoulders at in terms of uh, in, in in terms of batting average. Home runs, second in all of baseball with 67 behind the Seattle Mariners. That's not a surprise at all. This team hits a lot of fucking home runs, one through eight. Yeah. And especially, of course, Christian Yelich, who I choose to not talk about a whole lot on this podcast because the whole world's been on his wiener just fine, and they're, they're doing a good job of covering him. You know what? Honestly, though, they have really not been as much as I would have thought. Pretty much all they ever say is, oh, here's the MVP, and he's doing good. Right. But then you throw Bellinger in there, and it's, oh, my God, he's the best player ever to live. Uh, uh, oh, whatever. They, they showed a cool exchange on the national telecast last night when the Brewers were facing the Cubs on Sunday Night Baseball where Wilson Contreras was was meeting up with Yelich at the plate, and it was, it was a pretty cool exchange where... When he was mic'd up. Yeah, when he was mic'd yep. up, and... Asked him if he spoke Spanish and all that shit. <laughs> it was, it was kind of cool. Yeah. I think, I wish they would I do think, that more often. I think they did grind Christian Yelich pretty good when they're on national TV. I'm so, so far, we, I don't know, I haven't really been watching too close. I've been planning for this damn podcast. Well, the game just started, too, so. Bullpen ERA. Fifth in the National League. That a surprise? A little bit. A little bit. Because that... Once you take Freddie Peralta's ERA out of the equation and could put it back in the starter's ERA, that's where you see the fluctuation. It's that 27 that he has in the first yeah. inning's pitch. Well, and then Corbin Burns, too. He's at a, Oh, yeah. He's, he's a, got a pretty decently high ERA. Yeah, and it depends on where you put him as a starter or as a bullpen pitcher. Well, yeah, most of his was most of his ERA is starter. Right. So right. That, definitely, that definitely attributes to that. How about this? The Brewers have the second most strikeouts in baseball at 408, and that's behind also the Seattle Mariners. That is surprising to me. I'm not going to lie. That's not surprising to me. The Brewers, I'm pretty sure. And they just It doesn't seem like on a day-to-day basis they get that many strikeouts, especially when, you know, I'm, I watch a lot of quick pitch. Quick yeah. pitch is hands down one of my favorite baseball shows just because it's a quick one hour, and it gives you lots of information for good. all the games. It's all right. I love it, so I don't care. What you say, you can't watch it anyway, so shut up. But, you know, they're always showing, you know, like, the Max Scherzers of, and, you know, getting 12, 13 strikeouts per game and blah, 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 blah. But the Brewers, I mean, most of the time they don't get a whole lot of strikeouts per game in my, it doesn't seem like it. Yes. Just poked what looks like will probably be another double. Well, that's... Oh, he's going he's three. Going, he's going, he's going three. three. Yelich scores. Grandy oh, man in the third. He has many in devil trips. Nice to see him get a hit. Two nothing ball game. He yeah, was he, going through a little bit. Harper of was chasing there. that ball down. He looked like a dog kind of. Yeah, kind of adorable. I don't know what happened. He must have lost it in the corner or something. Because oh. it took him a long time to get it out of there. I think he was too busy like combing his beard or something. That took a weird turn in there too. Beautiful hit. Uh, the strikeout thing. Oh, he did. Look at Ah, uh, you suck, Harper. The strikeout thing's not a surprise for me, and here's why. I believe it was 2016 and 2017. The Brewers recorded the most strikeouts of any team in Major League Baseball, baseball history in back-to-back seasons. We're used to seeing a team that strikes out a lot, and it's just a continuation of something we've seen over the years, I think. So now we're moving on 
to my motherfucking chopping block. And who's on it? Who do you Travis think? Travis Shaw. Travis Shaw, the mayor of Bullshit City. I'm sorry, <laughs> folks. The mayor of Bullshit City. He's on a two for 32 slump. And in that, in, in 16, the last 16 games, he hasn't recorded an RBI. There's nobody who's as unproductive on the team. In his last 47 at-bats, he's got five hits and 16 strikeouts, and he's got a, 100, a 106 batting average. He's complete garbage. Are you ready to move on at third base? You know, I don't know. It's hard to say because I know what he can do. He's not the best hitter. He's not the best defender this year. He's made a lot of... He's missed a lot of plays that a, a decent third baseman could make. Yeah. I, that I could probably make. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> with that being said, if he picks up his defense, then I'm, I'm okay with keeping him for a little bit and giving him a chance to, you know, come back from a slump. Uh, I, did, I did hear that uh, he tried to pull a Yelich today. Yeah. And did a practice. lot of extra batting practice. I think that's the second time, though, in recent um, weeks I've heard him... Oh, I had a great batting practice, so let's write an article about well, it. Well, yeah, he's, well, according to him, this, oh, there's my nigga. Thames is at the plate. Uh-huh. Sorry, I'm, I'm in love with Eric Thames. He's my homie. He's the, he's the boy. He's yeah. that boy. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I watch a lot of highlights, too. And I, I think I said this in a pod, the last podcast I did with Seamus, and it's I would love to have a third baseman who can make a play off the line, you know, and just you know gun a guy down. Yeah. At first base. Yeah. I would I would, I would take Travis Shaw. What he's been in like one eleven on the year. I would take that if we had some excellent defense in the hot corner to match Arcia. Because if you had a brick wall on the left side of the infield, that would be that would be worth that slump. Just like last year, it was like worth. I mean. This season, it was kind of worth the slump with Arcia having that, that ironclad wall over there on that left side. Well, that's why we kept him so long last year and before we sent him down. Right, because yeah. his defense was it, top-notch. Yeah, it's top of the line in the National League, I'd say. And Eric Thames just strikes out. Way to go, Thames. Way to make me look bad on my first And here comes podcast. Travis Shot of the play. We'll see if he can make me look yeah. like an idiot. That'd be really nice. Let's see if, uh, let's see if that phenomenal batting practice paid off. Against Aaron Nola. His words. Phenomenal. Um, phenomenal. Um, I love Travis Shaw, though. I mean, we, we've all grown to love him. We My all... prediction for this at-bat? Strikeout. All right. If he, <laughs> if he hits a home run, you owe me a coat. Okay. Just because I fucking say so. Truth yeah, 167 batting average on the season, actually. It's actually a lot better than I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was lower than that. <laughs> But we've all grown to love Travis Shaw over the past couple seasons, and, and with the trouble that he had with his daughter, I really grew to love him and, and followed that story very closely. And I know he was a player that I held very close to my heart, and he, he always produced a lot of RBIs for the team and always produced a lot of home runs. And I do feel like he, he has the potential to be a great player. He's 1-1 one one right now. He just swung and missed on an inside curveball. Um, but the thing is, we're a winning team now. We're a winning team who, who who needs to win now, and we can't afford to have. I mean, I'm looking yeah. at Frank Council's face right now. He looks like he's. He, we're all rooting for the guy to to do well. If yeah, if we don't go to the World Series this year, it's a disappointment. Yeah, we can't go. We can't go backwards. We have to go forward. Right to and, come one game shy of going to the series. And granted, we have such a such a good lineup and such depth 
that we actually can kind of wear the storm of one player having a a, a lengthy slump. We yeah. can wear the storm of Aguilar and, and Shaw taking some time to to get things together. But we can't do it forever. And we no. have guys down on the farm who are ready to come up and, and, and take take the reins if, if necessary. And I think that they're, they're better defensive options. Too. Even if we don't even if we don't get a good third baseman, you know, we you could move always, Moose, we could always yeah. you move Moose you back and you put Keston here up at second. That's yeah. teasing what I was going to talk about later. Oh, you I'm put Keston. <laughs> you put Keston here at second base, even because I guarantee Keston. That was almost a fair ball. It was. Um, I almost scored another run. Because I guarantee you, Keston here is at least going to hit two hundred. He's at least going to hit two hundred. Yeah. So that's an improvement. You put him at second base, you move Moose to third, who I think is probably a superior third baseman, at least at this point in his career, than Travis Shaw is. He did really good last year, though, defensively. Travis Shaw, yeah, I guess he was like third place in the running for the gold so, glove, which was surprising. This year, he, he also was... quietly got like 89 RBIs last year, which I was surprised. Quietly. By. Well, he quietly because you had Lorenzo Kane. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, Lorenzo Kane didn't get a shitload of RBIs, but I mean, doing his wow, thing. Wow, that was Yellich. a shitty pitch. So, it, so Shaw drew a a full a full count walk on a high end fastball that Noah that got away from Noah. I'll take a walk all day. Yeah, that'll raise get his your, on. Get your ass on base. That'll raise his on base. Let somebody walk. else hit you in. Two twenty or something. <laughs> so thirty four oh, pitches in the first inning. Thirty four pitches in the outs. first inning and they're using their first mound visit of the game as well. This is a great sign. They already got they got somebody warming up in the bullpen. They're gonna say Aaron Noah's hurt. Watch. Yep. Next. I'm gonna talk. I only want to talk about one shitty player every episode. I want to talk about some positives that we got going on, and of course, I'm gonna dr this player every single podcast, and I want to rub it in the faces of all the people out there who were talking crap about this player all last season and all this year because Orlando Arcia's average is up to 248, and I know you can all live with that. And he's been one of the most productive players at the plate, and he's coming to the plate right now. He's been one of the most productive players for the Brewers over the past month, if not more. And you can't hate on him. In his last 15 games, he's batting 283. His on-base is 345 in his last 15 games, slugging 340. What do you say, Black Josh, Orlando Arcia? I've never disliked Arcia. I've, I've been unhappy with his hitting. But as far as I'm concerned, his defense is more than enough. Yeah. Like you said before, we have enough people in our lineup that we can deal with one bad batter as long as they can produce on defense, and he definitely goes above and beyond on defense. Yeah. Perfect example, the Michael Jordan double play to end the game the other day. Oh, uh, amazing. He he was flashing it, though. Like he, he he, was and he did it on purpose. Yeah, he did it on purpose, but he... He was showing why he is. I don't care. Why he it. is who he is. And loved he, it. Hey, you got to make a name for yourself if you're a shortstop in the league right now because there's so many excellent young shortstops. And I'm pretty sure it was Baez that he was sliding over or that oh, he yeah. jumped over. Oh yeah, another nasty breaking pitch from Nola in the top, top inside part of the plate there. Um, yeah, and he's got RC has got as many dingers now as he did all last year. Yeah. So he's good for a couple more this year, yeah. He's good for another, yeah, I think he'll hit at least 10 or 11. Ryan Braun in his last 15 games is batting 341 with a 420 on base, 591 slugging. He's 15 for 44 with seven RBIs in that span. What do you say about the Brawny? I love Braun. I yeah, don't I care. 
I love Brent too. Obviously, obviously, grounds out the second. That's gonna end the inning on what? I have two Brewers jerseys. One of them has no name. The other one has bronze name. No that's name. All. He's all a famer, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. The guy's number retired, right? Yeah, he's definitely retired. Yeah, Bronny on on an excellent pace. I I think David Stern sat down with Ryan Braun in the off season. Off season, and was like, look, this is this is gonna go one of two ways. You're going to produce for this team. You're going to play more. We're going to we're going to do this the right way, and you're going to be you're going to be a, a legend in Brewers history. That number eight's going to be up there with Euchre and, yep, and Molitor and all them. And and your legacy is going to be good. And if you want to go to the Dodgers, we'll find a way to get you the Dodgers. But you got to produce at the plate because we have stars now. We have Christian Yelich. We have Lorenzo Cain, Mike Mustakas. We have all. All this talent, and you're not the star anymore. You're not the big stud. So if you want to be in Dodgers blue before the end of your career, you better start having these 15-game spans uh, of seven RBIs, 15 for 44. I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you on that one just because I don't think think the Dodgers would take them in any which way. The Dodgers are the only team that would take them. The Dodgers won't take them. They're the only team that would take them. No, I honestly don't think any team would take them. You gotta think about this. Anytime you Dodgers don't give a shit about public perception. To any ballpark, as soon as he comes up to the plate, every time they boo. He they would get over it in Dodger in, in LA for sure. No, they wouldn't. They don't care. They are some fucking they're, haters they're fan, out there. Their fan turnover rate is like the no, most in all of baseball. You're a fan they're of the Dodgers as bad for as two the years. Cubs. And then you're not because you have other shit going on. They are almost as bad as the Cubs. They don't even show up to the ballpark to a fourth inning, and I get it. There's traffic, but then, <laughs> but then leave at six a.m. instead of five a.m. Yeah, I guess. I mean so. five a.m. instead of six a.m. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is I think I think Braun is going to retire a Brewer. He ain't got that many year, money years left. How many runs does Peralta give up in this first inning here? Oh man, let's see. He's got Kutch, Segura. Harper and Hoskins and Real Muto one through five. I'm I'm going back to back to back to back to back dingers. You think five was that? Five dingers. You think it's only five? Yep. No outs, five dingers in a row. So you don't you don't think uh, Hernandez can get a dinger? No. He's like Fowler. Fowler can't hit. Fowler cannot hit. You know what he can do? You know what? Fowler had a really good game the other night, too. Did he foul a lot of balls up? No, he, was actually, he had like three or four hits the other night. Well, he must be he must be pulling the ball too much because he's, he's trying to get to the left side of that line on the left field. Follow them off right towards the fans over there. Here comes Peralta. Right down the middle. 89 miles per hour. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Junior Guerra. No, before we move on from Brawny, I just got to say, Everybody needs to stop booing that fucking guy. I don't that care. That will never stop. I don't care what happened how many years ago. People need to just stop. If he didn't lie, it'd be different. And it's fun to boo. Nobody boos Alex Rodriguez yet, and he fucking denied it and lied about it. Everyone hates Alex Rodriguez. Nobody likes Alex Rodriguez. I don't like him. Nobody likes him. But that's he's, yeah. But nobody boos him either. I heard that in his in his apartment he has a picture of him, like a painting of him as a centaur. Isn't he dating J Lo? Yeah, but I heard he was like cheating on her, so he must have a little wiener. Because the only way you cheat on J Lo is if you can't you satisfy her. You don't. It's if you can't satisfy. Even if you even if you can't, you still don't. I heard he was cheating on her. 
Well, she can come. She can come on over this way. Shit. I think she's on her way right now. Junior Guerra, on the season, <laughs> in twenty-two and two-thirds innings pitched, he has a one point nine nine ERA, twenty strikeouts, and only has given up eight hits. What do you say about Junior Guerra? I am happy with Guerra. Yeah, he is just fucking killing it in the bullpen. Our bullpen is better than what people think, and our pitching staff is also better than what people think. It's not time to worry. It's time to it's celebrate. Not. We are right now, basically, <laughs> the record's the same as it was last year at this Come time. Come on, Zagura. That wasn't even close. Gene Zagura. The genius. Brewer. Just he's, killing it. Yeah, ever since, ever ever since, since he, left he left Milwaukee, yeah. he's been insane. All right, now we got to talk about Zach Davies. Zach Davies. I was ready for them to ship that motherfucker off for a single A goddamn surprise lefty. surprise of the fucking season. I didn't give a sh- yeah. I did not give a shit who we traded him for. A draft pick, what have you? Genius, genius, just got a hit. That's two on now. You said back to back to back dingers. I was thinking maybe five hits in a row. Well, if you, obviously you're closer than I was. Yeah, because there hasn't been a single dinger. Well, I didn't yet, say but. it, so it's too late. So shut up. Yeah, very Peralta looking shaken on the mound. Zach Davies in eight games. He's got a four and zero record. 46 and two-thirds innings pitch, 31 strikeouts. His whip is 1.22, and he's got a 154 ERA. It's the best start of his career. I was ready to shut the door on him, like I said, a while ago. And that was Zach Davies. Isn't As he among the league leaders in the uh, ERA right now? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's I think he's in the top. Just a total surprise. Yeah. Just like Chassin was last year. Man, his last, Out of nowhere. In his last start against the Cubs on Saturday, six hits and six and a third. That was in that marathon game. Is he the backbone of the starting rotation? Honestly, right now, yeah. Him and Shasin, for sure. Because Shasin's yeah. been rock solid, as he was last year. Yeah, he's given up a few here and there, but nothing... He hasn't had that, you know, like, huge blowout inning or nothing, which is good. Right, and, and Brandon Woodruff's been solid as hell. Woody's been good, yep. Yep. So we actually have a good thing going on if we can get this, this if, Peralta thing. If we can get Peralta figured out, and... Uh, who the hell has been our... Who's our other one? Davies, Chassin, Peralta. Anderson. Oh, yeah. Well, no, been, he's been, he, was, he started on the bullpen. Yeah, but they've had him They've, had him, they've had him start a couple times. But he was, his starts were in place of Peralta. Yeah. So I don't, that don't count. Don't start. And what a shock that was the one time he did have a start. He didn't give up a dinger. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I know. You can almost guarantee that. He might have sold the devil for that start. He might have. He had to have. He might have. How about Mike Fires throwing a no-no the other day? Huh? I don't even want to hear it. That's the second no-no since he left the Brewers. Yeah. Bryce Harper up with an 0-2 count. Let's see if Peralta can The thing is, down. though, the thing is, though, Craig Council will never allow that to happen. What's that? A Brewer starter getting a no-no. I don't care. Yeah, he would. I don't think he would. He let, he let Jimmy Nelson pitch a complete game in 2017. It was Memorial Day. One. Something like that. How many? How many? I was there. How many years has Craig Council been the this fourth, fifth manager, fifth, fifth, fifth year, year. Yeah. and he's allowed one complete game from a pitcher? Now, granted, there probably hasn't lot. been a whole lot of opportunities for us to have a complete game. He will let a guy throw a no-no, dude. He's been letting nope. he let Zach Davies throw six and a third. Get out of here. So. So how do we feel about the rotation as a whole? Is this the rotation? Do you feel comfortable going into the postseason with, with the rotation as it is right now, if, if the season ended today? 
Strikeout. Harper, sit down. Break if your bat. Peralta can pitch like that against Harper, against all batters, then I'm comfortable. That, that looked like a curveball to me. You see it again. That broke. That was definitely a curveball. That's what I that's exactly what I'm talking about. See how low that was? Yeah. But he still swung because he's thinking fastball all day. Yeah. And by the time he figured out that it wasn't, it was already too late. What was your stupid answer about the rotation? Your stupid idiotic answer, you dumb. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> I said, I am not worried about our rotation other than Freddie Peralta. So you'd be fine. Right now, walking into a five-game series with the Cubs. Divisional series. I don't know. That's hard to say because the Cubbies are on fire right now, unfortunately. I'm saying the season, yeah. Exactly. Unfortunately, the Cubbies are on fire. However, if they come to Miller Park, it could be a different story. We had shitty weather. Just horribly shitty weather. Yeah. Really bad weather. We don't play well in bad weather games. Yeah, bring bring that ass to Miller Park and let's see how this game goes. We got beat, though. In, in those not, but not bad, though. I know, but we were we got beat. Yeah, but still not that bad. I know. We lost the It was a good game. series. We lost the second game in what, seventeen innings or fifteen innings or something? Fifteen shit? innings and then yesterday was And it was and it was off a of one mistake pitch. Yeah. And then yesterday was that Chris Bryan home run, the two and home run that really broke it up. But we were yeah. not scoring runs. We we no, were we weren't. We had and we had lots of chances to. We scored two runs in what, the fifteen inning game plus the nine inning game? 20, yeah. 24 innings. Yeah. But That's we rough. scored two in the first today, so yeah. This is exactly what I'm talking about. I am not worried about our lineup. In the bullpen? Not worried about the bullpen. I like the bullpen. Not worried about them. There, there's some holes. There's there's your Albers. There's your Hauser, who we're not sure. Yeah, sure I don't know, know how we kept Albers. I've, we brought, uh, I've said that to you I don't know how many times, and I stick by that. Yeah, I'm really. I don't care how good of a season he has. As I, far I, as I try I'm to defend Albers just, just because he's like the lovable oaf to me. And this other idiot that they just called up today. Barnes. Jacob Barnes. Why is he still a brewer? We've seen good stuff out of Barnes. We... Do I have to do I have to look up the stats from last year again for you? No, we don't need to talk about Jacob. We don't need to, we don't need to spend more than three minutes talking about Jacob Barnes. Well, I'm just letting you know that I've already proved my point on what Jacob Barnes. What if Freddie Peralta gets hurt and Barnes throws fucking six and a half, six and two thirds innings of shutout baseball right now with nine strikeouts? But it's not going to happen. I guarantee you won't. I'm well, not saying Peralta, Peralta won't get hurt, hurt. but even if you're not saying Peralta won't get hurt, <laughs> <laughs> if Peralta gets hurt and Jacob Barnes comes in, he has given up. Three dingers. Minimum. You know what? He's the new Chase Anderson. You're kind of an asshole. That's gonna, both runners are going to advance because Yasmani Crandall cannot block a baseball. Yeah, he was having a problem the other day, too. I was, I was hoping it was just because of the weather, but now I'm not so sure. I realize there's a lot of breaking balls in the dirt thrown to him, and I, but a lot of them get past him. Yeah. Holy shit, I want to talk about this. Let's talk about it. This is something I wanted to bring up so badly. So I was watching that bullshit game. I shouldn't say gay. That, that show that you watch on the MLB Network. I love the MLB Network, too. I'm just being a jerk. And it was it was odd. So which which lame show are you talking about? It doesn't matter. We can't, we can't start throwing out names of other shows on my broadcast, bro. There's only one There's only one baseball show out there, and that's the Five Tool Podcast with Seamus and the Butcher. Oh, okay. That's the only source that people well, need but today for baseball information. Butcher and Black Josh, or is it Black Josh and the Butcher? Hey everyone, let us know. Black Josh and the Butcher, or the Butch and Black Josh, or Black Josh and Butch Butch? <laughs> Black Josh and Butch Butch. <laughs> like that that does not sound good at all. I like Butch Butch. 
That does not sound good. I'm at all. really liking Butch Butch. Let me know about Butch 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 people. More like bitch. Reese Hoskins is up. He's on my fantasy team. Oh, so yeah, I guess you want him to do good then. I'm in second place. I thought you were winning. You I, w- I was in first place. I, I actually just suck. lost five to three yesterday. For, for the week. Suck. I don't even know how the scoring works. I'm just really good at drafting. Anyway, so it's a, it's a Pirates-Cardinals game. And Polanco hits a ball and he trips. And I don't mean he trips and falls. I mean he, Popped he, him up. he hits a triple. There's two outs now with runners at second and third. No, back to the scenario. I'm not going to talk about the game so you guys can understand, picture the scenario with me. So, Polanco hits a triple. He's on third base. Pitcher throws a wild pitch. Hold on. Otani just went yard. We must have just missed that because he was on. He was at bat. That's his second at bat of the game. Four to twenty-nine oh. feet. Polanco hits a triple. He's on third base, people. Pitcher throws a wild pitch. It It goes right into the backstop, bounces up back to the catcher. Polanco runs back to third base, but he almost got caught in a pickle. Black Josh, did the pitcher throw the ball to the backstop on purpose? No. No. So I I saw this on that that telecast, and they were saying, and they they just kind of breezed past it. They were like, oh, the the pitcher threw a wild pitch, and it hit the backstop, and then they were, like, moving on. And I saw that, and I was was like blown away. I was like, what if he did that on purpose? Because what if Polanco got caught in the rundown, and they made an out there? That would have been a huge out with a runner on third base with one out. It would have been a lot bigger of a deal had they had made the out. Of course. What What movie are you seeing? Avengers. The Avengers. I hear uh, Iron Man dies. I'm just kidding. I didn't hear anything. Totally, because there's not a million spoilers. Spoiler alert! I hear Iron Man turns. I hear Iron Man turns into a butterfly. I did see that Thor got fat. Yeah, there's a bunch of memes that are SpongeBob memes. Oh, I didn't see any SpongeBob memes. People send us. Sorry, that was my daughter. She's a distraction. People. (laughs) People send us your SpongeBob memes. All right. Um. But what? don't send us your spoiler alerts until after tomorrow. So it would have been regarded as a genius move had the, had the pitcher yes. throw the ball into the backstop. He threw a fastball like it was a dart. It looked completely intentional. And the ball hits so, off the backstop. The catcher gets the ball. And Polanco, say he does, theoretically getting caught in a rundown. And they make an out. A huge out with one out. And they were losing the game by one run. That would have been a, that would have been a, a, a giant... Huge out. Well, see, but the, the only way that they would have considered it a genius play is if after they went up to the pitcher and said, hey, did you do that intentionally? Have Now, if he says yes, genius play. If he says no, then it's just a, a freak play. Right. One way or another, though, if, if that's how it went down, amazing play. Right. I brought but this... because it didn't... Now it just gets pushed over, you know what I mean? Yeah. I brought this up to a friend of mine, and they're like, well, was there a... friends, shut up. I brought this up to uh, somebody that I pay to talk to me for hours on it, my therapist. And, <laughs> and she said, she's like, well, did, was there a mound visit preceding that incident? And I was like, I don't know, because that silly TV show didn't talk about it at all. Like, they didn't... And I'm sure it happens. Like, I'm sure high school teams And I think do. I asked you the same question. Maybe you're the sh- maybe you're my therapist. I think I asked you the same question as if there was a mound visit before well, that. Well, I have like three voices that I talk to in my head. I have my therapist. I have the girl 
who takes who wipes my butt, and then I have you, and Seamus. So, mission statement time. Seven. Last time I looked, the missions were losing one to nothing to uh, whatever the Marlins AAA affiliate is. I think it might be Round Rock. I think it's Round Rock. And Lewis Brinson hit a dinger, so they were losing one to nothing. <laughs> San Antonio, though, right now sits in second place in the Pacific Coast Division, 21-16. and 16. I just want to bring up a couple players who are ranking for the missions. David Fritas, he's a catcher for the, for the missions, and he's batting 365 and 56 at bats this year. Ranking. Keston Hira, our future second baseman who will replace Moustakis at second base, who will then be moved to third base, who will then replace Travis Shaw who forgot how to hold a bat properly. Kesson here are batting 333 and 126 at-bats. 42 hits and 126 at-bats. 25 rabbies and 11 ding-dongs. Then you got Corey Ray. You're a ding-dong. What? I can't find What the, happened? Uh, I can't find the... What happened? I can't what find happened? the score for this stupid thing. For what thing? God, you got to get the MILB app. I have the MLB app. MILB. Oh, I don't have that. Bro, it's lit. Uh, it's so lit. Tie game 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. Is that again Round Rock? Uh, New Orleans. New Orleans. They're sitting at 19 and 18 right below the missions. Ooh, two games like watch it. Corey Ray in his last 10 games has 11 hits and 3 dingers. Is it time to call him up? What position is he playing? He's an outfielder. It's not time to call him up. No. But we'll see him. Late, Not unless Gamble starts slipping. Mauricio Dubani's batting 273. He's shortstop. 132 at bats. 30, oh, no, definitely don't need a shortstop. 36 hits and five home runs, but he could he could be moved around as well. Second base. Yeah. We could use a good. We could use a decent second baseman. He's not. Yeah. Duban- then he could go back to flip flopping between Shaw and Mostakis and. Dubon has slugging potential though, so he might be huge. Like, if you know, if you bring him up in September and he's hitting real good, he might be like a wild card to throw on the playoff roster. You know. Tyler Saladino got married. Yeah? I yeah. wish he would come back. I like Dino. I did too. Sorry, Emily, he's married now. Nah. And is it time to call up Hira? Who? Keston Hira, second base. Yes. It is time. It is time. I think when you're batting 333, he's shown all he can do at the plate in terms of AAA baseball. I, don't, I didn't even need to hear his stats. And it was all, I already knew it was time. Big question. Uh-oh. I got a little answer. And a few other little Who things. is Jimmy Nelson? What pe- what team does he play for again? I don't know. I was asking you. You know, he's had a couple good outings. He threw 84 somewhere pitches I think he had in the last uh, his last outing. He had a Chase Anderson outing. He gave up two dingers in the first inning. I don't care. He gave up two dingers in the first inning. I don't care. The point Three is, runs on five hits, five strikeouts, and a walk. That was yesterday? That was Saturday. That was not yesterday, though. Okay. That was okay. his last outing. Okay. He's had two outings. He's yeah, I know a, his first one was horrible. No, it wasn't as bad. I thought I thought they... I could have swore I read that it was horrible outing. Oh, I, here comes Freddie to the plate. Watch out. He only gave up two hits in his first Pitchers game. that rake... I still we've think got to be the we've got to be the best hitting pitchers. Yeah, have to. Well, he's only he's got yeah. Freddie's got three hits. 
two rabies. He, he could have he could have swung at that one. Anyways, no, I don't. <laughs> Jimmy Nelson, no. I, I, the way Council made it sound is he's like we're not even looking at any time frame right now for him coming back up. No, they're not. You know what? Because he sucks. Well, he doesn't suck. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say he sucks. But I'm standing by my prediction, folks, that Jimmy Nelson will never throw another pitch on a big league mound again. You are wrong, sir. Mark my words. And if you are wrong, and if I'm correct, y'all all owe me some Oreos. But not not the chocolate Oreos. I don't like chocolate for all you people out there. I want double stuffed golden Oreos. Yeah, you love the double stuff. Send them to one two three Fake Street. No, just send them to my house. That's fine. I'll make sure he doesn't get them. What do you think about Jimmy Nelson? Is he gonna? Is he gonna be? Is he gonna be on the mound? He's gonna. He's gonna come back this year. This year when? I don't know when. It'll Tell be me a, when. It's gonna be a while. Have a fucking opinion. It's gonna be a while. I, a while? I would be surprised if it's before the All Star break. How's that? It ain't gonna happen. No. No. Not That's unless what I said no. it, I would be surprised. Give me a month. July. Post All Star break. August. August. We'll say August. August. I was gonna say there's not much in July after the All Star break. Yeah. Pretty proud the grounds out on a full count. Still about the full count though. Aaron Noel is gonna be hit out of this game pretty early. He's gonna have to throw up over a hundred pitches the way the Cubs had to against us. Yep. Forty four pitches through the second with only one out. Yeah. Jimmy Nelson never Top throwing of another order coming up. So. Jimmy Nelson never throwing another mound. He is. Another. He's never throwing another mound again. Yep. But he might throw some pitches. He's pitching again on Friday. We can only hope for the best. I'm going to give a preview to a big... Oh, we got to talk about this guy quick. Ben Gamble. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was hitting last. That's right. Genius, Sorry, genius, genius move in getting Ben Gamble for Domingo Santana. Oh, yeah. Ben Gamble Although is Domingo the, Santana is not having yeah, a bad year so but far. but Gamble is the man. Gamble's definitely... I, he is. His I, last 15 games, 356 batting average, six ribbies. Gamble will be way more consistent than Santana for sure. Gamble is a workhorse. He just doesn't stop. And he's great on defense. And his defense. I think is he's good. superior on defense than anything Santana could do. And he could play left field. Yeah. And well, he played center field too before. Yeah. When Kane was out. Yeah, Santana was he's, pretty much he's a strict. all outfield. He'll yeah, play so any of them. Santana was just mainly right field. Is he playing left out in Seattle, you I do not know. He's a corner outfielder. He, he can't play Yeah, center. he ain't playing center. He's too slow and dumb. I don't know if you folks heard about or were watching the telecast last night, but they, they were talking about Venezuela and the, Ooh, that the was hard a time nice that pitch. the hard time that ball players are having with reaching their families, Venezuelan ball players, and the tragedy going on over there. So we're gonna talk about that as a big topic in the next podcast. We'll be sure to be talking that in depth because I really want to bring it up and it's very important to me because Venezuelan ball players are my favorite ball players. I love them. So, with that, we're going to close the podcast. So, thanks for warmly welcoming Black Josh into the fold. Don't call it a comeback. Five to a podcast. Out.